It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to talk to your spouse about health and fitness. And this is a conversation that comes up probably with almost all couples in mm. some form or another. Yep. It's definitely come up in our own marriage yep. and in many, many of our clients' uh, marriages. It comes into session quite a bit. So we thought we'd chat with you about some of the do's and don'ts, um, the approaches to take, scripts, um, and just get you equipped for this conversation that really can take place anytime. And we recommend it takes place more often than it generally tends to take mm-hmm. place. Um, but we see it happening a lot around the first of the year. So here we go. We're going to give you some tips. Yeah. And of course, the what we're going to talk about, you could really input almost any difficult subject into what we're sure. going to do right now. Um, but since this seems to be a topic that comes up often, like Chris has said, we figured, hey, let's let's do it on health and wellness because uh, so many people have like a really high value in this mm-hmm. area. Generally, well, because it's an argument, um, generally it's one of the you know spouses, one of the per, uh, mm-hmm. the partners has a very high you know, value in this area. And it's not that the other partner doesn't value it necessarily, right. but they might value it differently based on upbringing or circumstance. Sure. sure. The norm is different. And oftentimes there's also fear mm-hmm. associated. So that's part of their story. So you put that together. Um, and yeah, that could really be a, a very difficult subject. It's it's one of those three topics, right? Yeah. There's three topics that tend to be taboo subjects. You could mm-hmm. probably guess what they are. Sex, money, and weight. People would call it weight, right? So mm-hmm. body image, fitness, weight, health. Yes. We want to really put it under that umbrella of health and fitness altogether. Um, but those are the topics that people just have a hard time bringing up. Mm-hmm. When they do bring it up, they're awkward or they don't know what to say or how to say it. Lots of weird emotions and triggers and yeah. Well, and if if you've been married for a long time, this becomes filled with landmines Mm -hmm. because maybe five years (laughs) ago you said this and I remember it for the rest of my life. And, uh, it, and just a side note, people tell me, you know, well, he said this once or she said this and generally it was in an argument Mm -hmm. and I tell people, well, they tell me at first, they say, well, you know, you always say what you mean when you're angry, you mm. know, you, how you really like feel. Like the truth comes out. Yeah. How you really feel just because a filter comes out and you just let it go. But I don't 
well, I know that's not true. Yeah. Because when you're angry, your frontal lobes, your frontal, like your processing uh, unit of your brain. So where your uh, decision making and logic and empathy and all those things that really are necessary for making good rational decisions Mm -hmm. is turned off when you're angry. Yep. So if they've said something, (laughs) they most likely didn't mean it. Yeah. It was probably from a place of just, you know, well, trying to fight hurt, or flight. Yeah, tr- maybe trying to hurt the other person so they could push them away so they can have space to yeah, repair themselves. Yeah, it's a protective mechanism. It's not the truth about what they think or, you know, right. their deepest feelings on this. Like it's, it's truly, like Adam said, if you were to put an fMRI scan up to your brain, you would see that you have like zero activity going on in your prefrontal cortex when you're escalated and, and angry. Right. So... If we could wipe away some of that stuff and and just say, okay, well, how do we, how do we start off a conversation with this, your spouse in order for us to get on the same page with health and fitness? That's our goal here. How do we, how do we get that conversation going in the right direction? Because everyone knows you can, you can have the best intent, come out of conversation and just goes absolutely wrong. <laughs> then then we've all had that time where we just kind of let our guards down and let the f- defenses go and have a really deep, powerful, long conversation about something that's difficult. And we get like light years ahead of where we were. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to facilitate here. Yes. So step one for making that happen, make sure you schedule a time to have the conversation. Now that means you're going to be bringing up the topic because you don't have some mysterious topic. Mm-hmm. Hey babe, uh, I want to talk to you about something. Can we schedule a time? And be like, well, what? I'm not telling you because I want to make sure that we don't trigger it. No, 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 none of that. Okay. So you're going to have to actually bring it up, mm-hmm. but Make sure that you don't go straight into the whole conversation when you bring it up. Let your spouse know that. Be really direct about that. So you might start with something like, hey, babe, there's something I really have been wanting to talk about having to do with health and fitness and our goals as a couple. Can we schedule a time to talk about that so we can both be thinking about that between now and then? And then we can come together and talk about what our goals might be. Something like that would bring the defenses down a bit. If the defenses come up, it gives them an out because they don't really have to talk about it right now. They can process it and be more rational about mm-hmm. it. And then when you guys do come to that scheduled time, you both are prepared. You know what you're talking about. It's not going to come as a surprise and it's collaborative. Right. Yeah. Well said. Here's a don't. Uh, don't do that you know, bringing up that you want to talk about it <laughs> right after you observe them doing an action that triggers you your defenses, right? <laughs> so like they pop a cookie yeah, in their so mouth. They're eating a cookie and you're like, you know, babe, as they're chewing it, I really want to, <laughs> not the right time. Yeah. That is, so the object of what we want to do is have a very deep conversation that has the guards down. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, they're, they're going to put them up as soon as, especially if there's a lot of history, Yeah. as soon as, um, wait or, fitness or eating or anything in that domain is brought up. Mm -hmm. So your object here, your objective is simply to get like, to say what you would like to say, but without bringing those defenses up. So Mm -hmm. at a very, and most likely focusing, focusing on you. So that's the, really the second tip. It make the conversation, even the, the, the first, the precursor date setting one about you and about us, mm-hmm. not about them. 
That's good. So, for instance, saying something like, and you already kind of gave an example, but hey, babe, you know, like when it's a good time, when you may be sitting on the front swing or you guys are on a walk or doing something. A drive. That, that's usually like yeah, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, totally. That's probably when our... As long as you're not prone to road rage. Right. <laughs> that, that's that's generally when we have our deep conversations. But, yeah. you know, hey, babe, I, I would like to have a good conversation about you. Not right now. I like to schedule it, but about, um, our fitness or our, um, eating habits as a family. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about that. I want to make some goals, but I want to make them with you. I Mm -hmm. I don't want it. I don't want this to be a solo project like me versus you. I I really want to bring you into this, but I don't want to cross over a boundary and I want to just support you and me and the family. So do you think we could sit down at a future date and have a discussion? I don't know. Something it's that's good. Yeah. I tried. That's good. <laughs> that's maybe how I would say it, but <laughs> nice. I would, I'm staying in my lane and I'm making this not about you're the problem here. You don't seem to get your game together. <laughs> I don't trust you around food. Mm. Nothing around that. Like yeah, that wouldn't go well. Right. It's about me, what I would like and yeah. how I want to get the team, you know, get us as a team working yeah. forward as a team. And when you are collaborative like that, talking in team language and us as a family, us as a couple support Mm. each other, and you're using that kind of language, you really bring us together and out of this inferiority, superiority complex, because that is a default mindset for the person who is insecure about their health and fitness. And if you are more secure about your health and fitness, they're already coming into it with this inferiority complex. So true. And if you use we language and like even I language, like I have some goals and I wanted to talk with you about how um, I could best be supported in meeting mm-hmm. those goals. So there's I language too. They're, they're realizing, oh, okay, this isn't just like about you correcting me or teaching me or, you know, giving me all your wisdom in this subject. It's us together or even you want to grow. Okay, cool. Now we're on the same level. Right. And, and she's bringing up the really important point. So schedule a time, right? Making it about us. And that, that goes for both conversations, the scheduling, the talk conversation and the conversation itself. Um, make the conversation itself without kids by, I mean, depending on how important it is. Yeah. Right. If you want lots of, well, and remember somebody who feels cornered, even if you're done a great job at, at uh, calming everything down, they're going to take every opportunity to, to take the off ramp, mm-hmm. right? They're going to, they're going to do their best, but if you could keep it, you know, slow and keep their guards down, mm-hmm. you could really get somewhere, but you don't need constant off ramps when kids are coming up and <laughs> interrupting off. Babe, I got to make the sandwiches. You're going to feel frustrated. Yep. So try to do it without kids. Or, you know, at a time where you guys can really focus on each other. And you bring up a good point. You're talking about, you know, how the kids can be an off-ramp out of the conversation, but it also speeds things up. And when when there's, you know, speedy conversation, when there's like things are going really quickly, it's easier to escalate. So slowing things down is crucial. And you can even use those words. We've used them together. We use them with clients. We'll say, let's slow this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or can we slow this down a little bit? Yep that is soothing and you can even put your hand on like their hand or their leg. Like yeah. let's slow this down a bit, babe. Slow down and collect yourself and ask, is it, is it me versus them or is it us versus a problem? Yes. It's, it's simply collecting yourself and saying, 
it's not about me getting through to them. Yeah. It's about us getting on the same page. Mm -hmm. Such a different goal. So slowing it down is absolutely necessary. And just keep your keep your eye on that speed gauge or on the speedometer. Yeah. When you start feeling it ramp up a little bit with your body language, sit back, be more attentive, go into listening mode. Not so much. I'm going to show you or teach you or I need to tell you mode Mm -hmm. that normally does a good job at like slowing things down. Or if you've only been listening and you're listening and listening, listening, things are just speeding up. You might ask, you might ask, you know, Hey, I've listened to you and I've tried to do my best. Chris has done this to me many times (laughs) and I've done that too, (laughs) but say, Hey, I've listened to you. Could you listen to me now? I I have a couple of things I would like to share with you. I think that that will normally kick somebody into like the Mm -hmm. whole reciprocal or reciprocity. As long as you've done the active listening piece, you can't just sit there and say nothing and then say, I'm ready to speak. Right. You're trying to understand. That's right. So if you've been actively listening and you've said, oh, that makes sense because you said, okay, I see why you would blah, 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 blah. You're receiving and actively Mm -hmm. listening. Then yes, if they haven't mm. asked for your input yet, you could you could do what Adam just said. Right. Yeah. So just to kind of recap, schedule a time. Step one, step two, make it about us. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step would be keep it slow. Yes. Uh, another step, and this is really helpful for people that are maybe a little bit overwhelmed. We call it one goal at a time. Mm-hmm. Or go into the conversation with two purposes. So in other words, keep it really simple. What are you trying to achieve? Some people don't like, they just go into the problem and start thrashing around and hopefully something falls. Because they know they want behavior change, Mm -hmm. but they don't have an actual goal in mind. They just want to see behaviors change. You need a goal in mind. Right. Yeah. And there's so much to be talked about. Like there are so many people want behavior to change without addressing thought process behind it, Mm -hmm. especially with food. Um, yeah. there are so many, um, well, we've worked with lots and lots of people. Chris actually worked with, uh, bariatric clients, mm-hmm. um, doing their, uh, intake paperwork for many, many, many years. And she had to look at their mentality about weight loss and about their psychological of, evaluation. Yeah. Psychological yeah. evaluation. We know that so much of, um, health and wellness have to do with how you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because if there's shame there, so if any time there has been shame in the process of I'm this way that you're talking about superiority, mm, yeah, like I'm this way, you're that way, then there's normally shame involved. So, you know, if I shame you, you're just going to go back to mm-hmm. something that soothes you. Right. right. Even if shame creates temporary behavior change, it does not create mindset change. Therefore, it doesn't create long-term behavior change. Mm-hmm. So it's really important not to utilize shame for yourself or for your spouse. That's not going to be effective. Um, when it comes to food, you were on this topic of like having one outcome in mind or one goal of the conversation. Uh, we recommend to work on the abundance mindset around food. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people go into, you know, the first of the year or a new diet with this idea that they're going to cut things, right? Mm-hmm. Like let's cut sugars, let's cut this, let's cut that. Um, you know, we're going to do this intermittent fasting and cut everything until this time of day, or we're going to cut, 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 cut. And it's like, I mean, yeah, could that help you lose weight for a little bit? 
sure. Well, that's a lot of people what they do, right? Yeah. They have motivation for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and then they fall off the bandwagon and gain everything back. And it just doesn't develop a healthy relationship with food as your fuel. Mm -hmm. And so in order to develop that relationship, we recommend starting with something like this. Hey, babe, what do you think about setting a goal to get as many colors into our food as possible? So think about the attitude around this. Like already it's a game, right? Like, oh, that sounds awesome. Like let's, Mm -hmm. let's work on that. Now, could colors mean unhealthy foods? Yeah, it could. But Doritos, in, ge- Cheetos. <laughs> in general, you're going to focus on getting a lot of extra fruits and veggies. So we're not cutting something. We're saying, hey, in dinner tonight, in our dinner tonight, let's try to get five colors. Right. So, okay, awesome. Let's, let's see if we can uh, get, you know, a green this and a purple that and an orange this. And, and we're trying to get more colors. Yes. Now, by nature, we're going to be cutting out probably more starches or, you mm-hmm. know, the, the browns and whites in the meats and starches, but that's not the goal. Our mindset is abundance. Like let's get as many fruits and vegetables as possible, as many colors as possible. Right. Abundance in the conversation. Yes. You know, it's not about me versus your idea. It's sitting down and actually trying to like brainstorm. How could we do this? How can we grow? I, like for instance, about the abundance mindset, I remember there was a time in my life that I was actually pretty unhealthy. I didn't have a lot of time. I was in school and I ate <laughs> fast food like every day, practically. Deal four with a yeah, Baja, Baja Blast. blast. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd bring his Doritos home and stash them because he just yeah. wanted the the talk, the whatever the deal four was. And I remember telling Chris at the beginning of this, um, this is years and years ago, but I said, so I'm going to cha- make some changes. And there were big changes. Yeah. And she said, she just started laughing at me. <laughs> and, and sure enough, like we, we had to work all through, work through this. And, but, um, she was closer to the changes that I was making anyways. But one of the things I, you were talking about abundance, instead of cutting something out, asking what can I replace it with? Yeah. So or what if, can I, what can I gain? What right. can I get more of? So if you're needing, yeah. you know, if you're wanting sugars, you eat some fruit, you know, or what, so what I did is, you know, I loved soda, soda's epic. So what <laughs> I did is I, I stopped drinking soda, but I replaced it with, you know, like bubbly and uh, the ice drinks and mm-hmm. LaCroix and all like the different, cause I, it was really like, I liked the carbonation, but if you go straight to LaCroix from like a Baja Blast, it tastes nasty. So <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure, but I love it now. But so- and something to point out, just to to put this out there, the mindset wasn't necessarily what can I replace this with. It mm-hmm. was what's a new variety or a new option I can find. Right. What's something I can explore and experiment with, and that's really the attitude you had. Well, both of us too. Like mm-hmm. we searched for things. Okay, yes. so what do we like? What can we eat more of? And this was a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. And we're you know being a little transparent and showing like okay, this this is a journey that we went on. Yeah. Um, I had different habits in my house re- regarding food than Krista did. Mm-hmm. So we, when we came together, our values were different. What yeah. we ate, how we, and we still have different values. There sure. are some things that I wanted her to change and she wants me to change. So these are things that we're constantly working on and communicating through. Yes. But just to say like, keep it slow. Mm-hmm. And when you go into the conversation, what is the goal? Yeah. Keep that. So that would be that fourth item that fourth uh, tip is what is you know keep 
on in the forefront of your mind what is the goal here if the is the goal here just to get into a brain session or brainstorm session where you can you know come up with better options for instead of eating this you know and bring up your own stuff too yes you know? yeah don't just put it on the other person for sure but how can we become more healthy maybe as a family that would be a good goal yeah um, and, and actually making it more specific is better. I mean, you could start broad like that. Mm -hmm. Like how can we become healthier as a family, but then getting more specific. So like the example we gave earlier, how can we get more colors into mm -hmm. our food? Mm -hmm. Um, or something we've actually worked on personally is how can we get the kids a healthier breakfast in the morning? Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, we often would default to like, you know, toast, which that's Dave's seed bread and it's fine. Like it's not like they're getting unhealthy things, but just how can we get more nutrients in for them? You know, like, so we brainstormed that together. Um, so really, you know, being more specific, that's better when you're picking that single focus or the goal, the outcome of the mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. So these would just be good. And another, uh, really good goal to have would be, how can I support you? Yes. There's so many times where spouses see it as their opera, like they shame rather than support mm -hmm. and, and asking like, how, how can I support you? What's on your don't do list? Getting very clear about that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to send me that evil eye, <laughs> you know, like when I'm in the pantry or when I go to the fridge yeah. or starting to look nervous. If I go to the fridge, you know, like mm -hmm. that doesn't help me. Right. Okay. Well, how can I help you? Yeah. So it's, it's known that when spouses encourage one another, or the, the study shows that if they encourage each other and they're behind each other in their fitness goals, that those couples are much more satisfied and meet those goals more often. Yeah. They're much more active. There was a study right. done in 2013 on married men and those who had support from their spouse, um, were actually more active. I think this was like middle-aged married men. They were more active, um, than those who didn't have support from their spouse. Um, there was another study done on old age and activity. Those who had, uh, who were married and were supported by their spouse in their, in their, um, physical fitness goals throughout their marriage maintained their physical activity in their older age. Mm -hmm. So this is, this has long-term effects. We know what that means. That means right. health and longer life. Right. So long-term effects we're talking about here, make sure you ask your spouse how they want to be supported. Mm -hmm. We talked about like, how do they not want to be supported with like the stink eye? Um, you know, in the beginning of our marriage, Adam would try to support me by like <laughs> reminding me that I didn't want to eat that particular item. Well, she told me she didn't want to. <laughs> and I was like, and be like in front of family and stuff. And I was like, how could you say that? She gets so angry. Gets so upset. I didn't get it. I was like, well, you said. <laughs> so make sure you talk to your spouse about what their preferred form of support is. Um, what's really worked for us in terms of support is being collaborative in the planning and execution of food. So. And, and here's the, here's the, the really big thing here mm -hmm. is if you could get side by side. So mm -hmm. make the conversation less about me versus you. And more about side by side figuring, you know, a team figuring out a problem. Yes. So what we're giving you is some solutions, but ultimately you need to sit side by side and mm -hmm. collaborate, and brainstorm ideas of how can we be more healthy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like for us, what, what worked is, um, 
executing those the food choices and the preparation together so like we during covid actually found out about purple carrot purple mm-hmm. carrot is a meal subscription plan um and it's similar to like what is it hello fresh yeah. or whatever the other ones are and it's like a plant-based one um we're not always 100 plant-based but this is a great way for us to try new genres of food and get out of our mm. box so we're not making the same thing over and over and um we get to make it together sometimes one of us will make it but oftentimes we're making it together the kids jump in with their mm. fake knives and they're up at the counter the island with us cutting you know the like the leftover veggies and and it's so fun. Um, and we have loved that. That's been a great way for us to, and we're not focused on numbers at all. We're not focused on like caloric intake and you know, all that stuff. We're just abundance mindset. Like how can we get more genres of food and more fruits and veggies and nutrients into our diet together as a family. Right. And in doing that and staying active. So for instance, um, so a lot of this is self, looking at yourself and saying, you know, why is it so difficult to blank? You know, Mm. what do I like to do? Yeah. And uh, we've both had these realizations, you know, Krissa loves the gym. She loves Mm -hmm. classes, Mm -hmm. especially if people keep her accountable to, to going. Yep. And she has the biggest gains in those sort of settings. Yeah. When people are like, you know, trainers take a liking to Chris and they're like, Hey, you know, you know, why weren't you here on Monday? And she's like, oh, okay. And then she shows up and, and kicks rear. So that's her thing for me. I don't like going to the gym just to go to the gym. I'm not a gym rat. I've done that before, Mm -hmm. but it's not my, it's not my jam, but I love golfing. Mm -hmm. And the other day I tracked, you know, I walked seven miles with my, with my uh, clubs. That's a pretty good workout Yeah, and swinging, you know, it's pretty violent. Um, so, so that, but then for, for golfing, I like, you know, lifting some kettlebells and working on my, you know, swing or through lifting weights and getting stronger. Core. So as long as I have a goal to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. So these are just things we've, we've realized. Mm -hmm. In other words, embrace what you love. Don't try to make yourself do something that hasn't ever worked in the past. Totally. Could you start enjoying? Yeah. Would you like you know, are you a runner? Do you Mm -hmm. like bike riding? If you like bike riding, go get a bike. Don't force yourself to run on a treadmill if you don't like that. Yeah. And you know, for some of the activities that you guys might brainstorm, um, for some couples, depending on your schedule and your liking, you might end up doing a workout together or an activity together as your regular exercise. Um, for us, that's not the case. What we do together for exercise and activity is less of the regular, you know, every day or every week stuff. And it's more of the special event stuff. We like to go backpacking together. Well, we're not going to go backpacking every week, right? So we'll go, we'll plan hikes or backpacking, or we like doing um, indoor rock climbing in the winter. And it's so fun, but we're not going to do that. Most of the, most people, most couples, I mean, that might be your thing. You might have an indoor rock climbing gym right next to your house and you can go regularly. Um, But for us, it's just a fun activity that we like to do together and, you know, sweat together in that way. Um, But if if that doesn't work for you to work out together, that's totally fine. Are there benefits of working out together? Sure, there are. And we could go into the science there. But if that's not what works for you, do what works for you. And we have found a lot of, um, we've gained a lot of, I don't know, just comfort and peace in being able to have our alone time 
through our workouts. Mm -hmm. Um, so he likes to go to the range if he's not golfing with buddies. Um, I like to go get my workout done. I, he mentioned the gym. My favorite right now is nine rounds. So it's a 30 minute workout, it's high intensity kickboxing. And you know, you get that accountability built in because you're on a group text with other people who are at nine round. And by the way, that's a good idea. Yes. Accountability. So anyway, just giving you examples of you, it doesn't have to be cookie cutter in the box. Like explore this, brainstorm it, sit down at the table with a piece of paper and write down all the options together. Don't judge them. Just write them all down. You could trigger an idea in your spouse for how you guys want to um, get more active and get more nutrients into your diet. So I hope you have gleaned something from this conversation. Uh, maybe you're listening together. Yeah. Which you wouldn't have to schedule a time. But, <laughs> or maybe uh, one of you is listening and want to bring it up to your spouse. Follow the steps. Yeah. I think it, it definitely benefit you. And I think it's, it's a really good thing, you know, for people to, uh, to stay active and treat their body well. You yeah. know, like so much. Well, we need our body, right? It's pretty important. It's our temple. It's our temple. And, you know, if we don't respect it, life becomes difficult mm -hmm. uh, at some point. So. I had an idea. We weren't going to do this, but um, we have like, I don't know how many, maybe like six or seven free purple carrot boxes. Ah, so yeah. if you want one of those, just shoot us an email. Hello at dearyoungmarriedcouple.com. And um, you can just put in the subject line, free purple carrot box. And we'll make sure that you get a free purple carrot box if they deliver to your area. Yeah. In the U.S. They're really good. Mm -hmm. They're really, really good. So, totally. okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> a free for three special people. <laughs> awesome. Also, um, around the, around activity and, um, doing stuff very soon, Chris and I are doing an in-person retreat yes. in St. George, Utah. It's going to be awesome. It's March 11th through the 13th, 2022. So if you're listening to this in January, we only have two months and we do have somewhere, depending on how many slots are taken checked. between now and yeah. then, but somewhere around like nine slots There's left. There's not a lot. We have limited the number to 25 people just for quality control. 25 so couples. 25, yeah, sorry, yeah. 25 couples, um, just so we can have a very intimate setting. There is going to be um, several days, a couple of days of lots of interactive, mm -hmm. um, like, tools and workshops it's a workshop boot yeah. camp sessions yeah of, of um it's all centered around intimacy and we're partnering with the ultimate intimacy app yes so the creators of the ultimate intimacy app that's nick and amy mckinley um they will be co-hosting this with us you'll get lots of free goodies from them and from us on your hotel bed when you arrive and um, you're gonna love that whole intimacy and adventure kit um we're also the whole title of the weekend, by the way, is the intimacy and adventure retreat. So everything centered around intimacy and adventure. Um, some of the adventures we're going to be doing are sand duning, um, golfing. We're going to go hiking. Yeah, and, and these are extracurricular activities. Yeah. They're all optional. You don't have to do yeah. these, um, massages. You can do couples massages, or if one of you is not into it, if you want to just hit, hit the spa for but seriously, spa date. Yeah. I was there a year ago and the golfing is, if you're a golfer, <laughs> it won't be hard to convince you. Yeah. Playing at San Hollow and the ledges and, oh my goodness, Entrada. Like there's so many beautiful golf there. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, you will not be disappointed with the golf. Yeah. If you're a golfer, if you're a hiker, there's plenty of like Zion national park is super close to there. There's so many cool things in St. George. Yes. Um, also, uh, we're throwing it in for free. We'll be doing couples portraits on the hike and one of the items for free, a little perk, is that Nick McKinley, um, the owner of the Ultimate Intimacy app, the founder, uh, he won the Utah Open a few years back. Yeah. And so he's an excellent golfer. Adam actually got a golf lesson from him before. I did. And he'll be giving a golf lesson to whoever wants it at the retreat. We might be able to rent out a range. We're working on that. Um, but he's going to be um, giving a free golf lesson. And then anyone who wants to can go um, play nine or 18 holes. So do it. I mean, it's going to be, epic. this is going to be really, really, really fun. Yeah. If you're, if you're interested, go to dearyoungmarriedcouple.com forward slash retreat mm-hmm. and, uh, you'll find all the info there. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Can't wait to meet you guys there in person and spend time with you in a more intimate setting. Yeah. Oh, and if you're worried at all about like COVID measures and all of that, um, we are going to be naturally socially distanced because all the couples are going to sit in pairs with lots of space between. So you can have good intimate conversations when we're working on various communication tools, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, and then I'm pretty sure masks will be required in the foyer areas in the lobby of the hotel. Um, it's an awesome hotel, by the way, like a really cool cool spa and um there's pictures of it on the website so you can go check it out yeah join us and um if you're not going to join us but you still want to have a good conversation with your spouse about health and fitness do all these steps yes for sure oh another thing all these things we like didn't think to include Um, another thing is we are going to be doing our January, uh, workshop that we do every, well, we did it last January and we decided it's going to be every January. Um, but it's called our 2022 habits. So next year it'll be our 2023 habits. And, um, we're going to guide you in setting habits as a couple. So you could think of it as new year's resolutions, but Mm. really we're thinking of it more in terms of habits and mindset around those habits. And we have a template for you. It's the template we use personally in setting our own habits each year. We do that, um, the week between Christmas and new year's every year. So we already did that and we're going to be bringing it to you and you guys can set your own new year's habits in that workshop and you'll get that free template included. So we'll put the link for that in the show notes as well. It's just part of our monthly live date night. So if you're already subscribed to monthly live date night, you will already have that included at the next one. Monthly live date night is a blast. It's amazing. It's so much fun. It's a community. Yeah. It really has become that $10. Mm -hmm. I mean, just don't drink a Starbucks for <laughs> one week and you'll have enough money for that. Yeah. But it's just a blast. And if you can't make the, the live session, all the recorded sessions are still available to you. Mm-hmm. So you could go back and listen or watch all of them. Yes. All the past. So this particular one is Friday, uh, January, I believe it's 20th, whatever that Friday is Friday, January 20th at 5 PM Pacific. We go for 90 minutes and there's open Q and a and lots of feedback and community. It's, it's a really a, a great group. Yeah. And check the, check the show notes for, um, a link to the monthly live date night page. Yes. If you like. So I think that's it. I don't have any. any oh, any I remember. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We are looking forward to 2022 with you. And you guys are awesome. We just, we love what we do and we love you guys. We love connecting with you. We love getting your feedback and sharing our feedback with you when you reach out. So let's stay connected this year and hopefully we get to meet you in person this year. Mm-hmm. Ditto everything she said. 
save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.